Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Fridays are always fun, but today is extra fun as it's new music Friday here on Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We got new music from Lizzo. We got a good one. We got a good one. That's coming up in just a little bit. Early morning crowd, you're going to get that uh, first before anybody. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. No more Tyler Carr. Uh, well, no Tyler Carr today. He will be back on Monday, and I'm hoping we get an update at some point. Yeah, he sent me some snaps yesterday. He went on a hike where he had service. Okay. Still don't know where he is. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think there was a place where he, there was like a location tag that said Blue Mountain something. Okay. So I don't know where that is, but... He's there. I <laughs> map now. Uh, nope, doesn't exist. Okay, cool. Well, that's great. Yeah, place does not exist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tyler later on this morning. Got some great stuff in sports. Man, remember yesterday I was telling you about uh, Leo Messi and that giant $40 million contract he mm-hmm. signed with Paris? Oh, there's somebody that said, hold my beer. What? Contract? You want to see a contract? I'll tell you about that coming up at 630 this morning. Friday edition of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. And we start right now. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Check it out. New music. Friday. Friday. On Energy 106. All right. I am so incredibly pumped for this one. I haven't heard this track yet. Have you heard it yet, Wheels? I have not. Okay, so we're all listening to it together. This is the much-anticipated brand-new Lizzo featuring Cardi B. It's Rumors, and you're listening to it on Energy 106. My goodness. Wowza. Yeah. Sheesh. I'm with you, girl. Dang. That was, that was good. Uh, what do no, you think I, about it, too? You can send us a text. Let us know. Do you love that new track? Do you hate it? Do you, what do you think about it? You can send us a text anytime. 452-1061. It's an interesting flex by Lizzo. That's... I Honestly, there's like the... I love the all the rumors are true because obviously they're not. But I like the like the sarcasm play on like yeah whatever you heard sure yeah whatever I don't I've, care sure I haven't hooked, I haven't hooked up with Drake yet. yet. <laughs> That's quality. You know it's funny when as soon as I started playing I thought oh I've heard this. I she did put up a small snippet on her Instagram the mm. other day and uh, yeah that's uh, that's solid stuff. I mean it's, it sounds like Lizzo. Yeah, I liked Cardi B's feature too. Mark Ronson produced that record. It sounds like Mark Ronson, where it's just very unique. That's Got some something, horns in the back. Yeah, that's something that he does. Like if if he's producing a track, you know it's going to be something that you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Like something about it is going to be different, and you for sure heard that in that track. Here's I like what I it. also like. Here's what I also like about it. Lizzo uh, apparently is not a believer in uh, Bad Mojo because she dropped uh, a single, which is normally bad luck to do so on a Friday the Thirteenth. Wow. Breaking all the rules. Just throwing it out there. Bet she's going to walk under a ladder today, too. Why not? Well, you've got a possessed uh, doll living in your house. Oh, I have some updates on that, actually. Of course you do. I do. Of course you do. (laughs) Uh, 609 now. My name is Dave Wheeler. That's Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr is back on Monday. We are Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. A little chilly right now, but uh, we'll be heating up to 24 later today. Going to be sitting at 31 Saturday 
Sunday 34, finally getting into those 30s again. This whole week has been cold. Yesterday, it was cold. And right now, we're sitting at 8. Okay, so I didn't get a chance to get this into music news you can use because I had already written it. It was voiced. It was produced. It was sent out to the affiliates. And so I couldn't cram in this story before I went to bed last night. But holy moly. What a shock out of Los Angeles as Jamie Spears has agreed mm. to step down as conservator of his daughter, Britney Spears's life. Yeah. Wow. All that. Hate. You know, what's funny is yesterday I was actually reading before this was announced articles about all the death threats that the judge has been getting and her father, of course. And then they ended up announcing like, yeah, we're done with this. I'm curious what that will mean because the conservatorship is still there and Brittany herself has said that she's okay with the conservatorship being there um, but she needs it to be somebody that's not related to her and she's already appointed who she would like for it to be so I'm I'm just a little curious what will change because under the conservatorship her finances and all of that stuff will still be controlled so I'm just a little curious, like, are we going to see something in another five years? I mean, ideally, I don't think that somebody in her state of mind, though her father says that she is mentally ill and needs it. Um, I, I don't I don't know that I believe in having something like that so long term. But are we going to see something in the event that it does continue on for a long period of time in another five years or something where now she hates whoever her new conservator is and is accusing them of the same things? Because ultimately you are still being controlled no matter who it's by. So I don't, I'm well, curious about this. It's like the inmates uh, wanting a new warden. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their, their situation doesn't necessarily change, but maybe the conditions do. Uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that Brittany's smart enough to realize that she needs somebody like that in her mm-hmm. life. I just hope that this new one is going to uh, calm her anxiety, I yeah. guess is a good way to put it. But yeah, sounds like it's good news. And I'll be honest with you, when it comes to the whole death threat thing, I mean, really, are we going to trade one life for another in this situation? I've I've never understood that. I've never understood that. Uh, It just makes me sick when I hear stuff like that. But good news, uh, the whole Britney Spears saga could be coming to an end sooner than later. But you're right. Now begs the questions like, okay, now who's going to take over the the asylum? Um, Maybe a poor choice of words. All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) Uh, We've got Wait What with Jasmine Lane coming up here in less than 10. Stand by. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait. Now I don't have a single job left. I thought we would do it together. Do you ever do it? Do you ever do it with Tyler? Do you ever do it with Tyler? Well, no, but you do sometimes, and I'm Tyler today, so I just thought, okay, I'm sorry. Feelings hurt. You can do the next one by yourself. Nope, I retire. I retire. <laughs> Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernoss Auto Body at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars available. You're part of the family at Vernoss Auto Body. Oh, man, you know, it's stories like this that remind me why we love Saskatchewan so much. So a pilot has been arrested and charged over an ice cream cake. I guess this guy who's from Saskatchewan and did this in Saskatchewan was in a rush to pick up a Dairy Queen cake for his daughter's birthday or something. So he hopped in his helicopter and he is a licensed pilot and zipped on over to the DQ parking lot. Didn't want to get caught in rush hour traffic. I get it. And then, though, he landed his helicopter in the very busy, very risky, non-helicopter pad. And he landed it in between other vehicles. <laughs> How, big is it? How big is this helicopter? It's this full-size helicopter.
helicopter. He blew up all kinds of dust and garbage, like just wreaked havoc on the parking lot. And uh, yeah, he just parked it. He had an open space big enough for his helicopter in the parking lot. Parked, parked, and got out. Walked in, was like, hello, my name is Daryl. I'd like to pick up that cake I pre-ordered. Okay, yeah, everything's spelt right. Thank you. And then went back into his helicopter to take the cake home. Ah. I don't know. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I think this is a situation where people are just jealous. Well, it's like well, they I, don't have a helicopter. Where does, where does he get to park a helicopter? I don't. Over in Dubai, in places, the, the helicopters are a mainstay. Like everyone has a helicopter. It's like, hey man, nice helicopter. You get a new one. He's like, no, it's. I left the other one at home. I got two now. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> that one probably not as common, obviously, but. Give the guy credit. He's the only one with a helicopter. You can park whatever you want. It is illegal to park your helicopter just anywhere you want, unless it's an emergency, of course. So he has been charged. Oh, really? Like they have that rule? (laughs) Because it's happened before? Come on. They just make up this rule on the spot? It's illegal Uh, to park your helicopter in Saskatchewan unless you're taking your sister on a date. And you want to woo her. That's also in there. Yeah. Um, But he has been charged with one count of dangerous operation of an aircraft. No word on whether or not he was able to go home and eat the cake before it melted, though. That's what I really... That's what I... Oh, he's got a big fan above him to keep it cool. So that makes sense. (laughs) I'm Jasmine Lane. That's Wait What? This is the Newsbeat. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Alrighty, so there have been a lot of rumors and it looks like something big might be happening in the polls over the weekend. I'm going to fill you in on exactly what that is after this. Despite a divorce, Kim definitely credits a lot of her confidence to estranged husband Kanye West, saying he is somebody who, quote, absolutely didn't care about likability factor or what any perception of him was as long as he was true to himself. And ultimately, that made her feel the same way about herself. She said this is a really big reason why she was okay with leaving some of the more unflattering footage in seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and not letting all those memes of her cry face get to her because she's just like, well, whatever, that's me. Yeah, but she also kind of took shots at him. She was on Kristen Bell's podcast uh, this a uh, couple days ago, and she was also uh, maybe taking some lighthearted fun at uh, you know his body image and that kind of stuff. So. Eh. Yeah, I mean, to keep in mind, it's still a divorce and hell hath no fury like a woman scorned for an ex. <laughs> Fair. Either way, they seem to be doing pretty good co-parenting and stuff. They were still seen wearing matching outfits at his Donda party. So uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I forgot Paris Hilton was pumping Kim Kardashian's tires like she's a mom and she has to make sandwiches. And I just wow. What a hero. <laughs> you go, Paris. Good luck. <laughs> the province is facing an unfortunate shortage of the life-saving naloxone, which is administered to people experiencing an opioid overdose. With the pandemic and various factors causing people to lean on opioids more than ever in the last year, our stock of naloxone is scarily low. The shortage is expected to be addressed in the next few weeks, and there is still some product, just not nearly as much as they really need. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, has finally agreed to step down as conservator. He says he doesn't think it's in his daughter's best interest, but that this very ugly and very public court battle is even less in her best interest. He won't be removed immediately, but plans on working with the court to have an orderly transition to the new conservator. So I assume her next court date is in mid-September, so I'm going to assume that that will be figured out likely by then. 
You know, I, that would I, make the I, most sense. I think Jamie's smart enough that he probably put a little bit of money away to take care of himself. You know, all the hard work that he's totally. been doing for thirteen years. That nice little five hundred one k setup. Yeah, hundred percent. Lastly, here, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is expected to launch a federal election as soon as this Sunday, with the voting to happen as early as September twentieth. While it is possible that he may change the plans of having a pandemic election, if it were to happen on Sunday, that would give him thirty six days until we head to the polls, which is the shortest amount of time legally allowed to have a federal election so it is very possible and by all accounts from insiders and stuff like that it does sound like this will be happening selfish i honestly wheels if we have time later today i have some questions about this and you're my guy when it comes to anything like this so i'd love to chat about this a little bit later in the show as well it's a big deal it's happening over the weekend so i got a few things that i want to mention on uh, today's uh, sports throughout which i'll stretch out throughout the course of the morning Uh, one being uh, yarmar yager for guys my age will remember this guy was just an absolute beast he wore a mullet he uh, had back-to-back stanley cups with the pittsburgh penguins i'm gonna tell you about him next hour because there's something notable that's happening with old Yarmir Yager I will tell you about. But first so I told you last week that it was likely to happen and then earlier this week it happened. Lionel Messi, the Argentinian star who had been playing with Barcelona for the past uh, number of years, uh, is done with that franchise. He's moving over to Paris Saint-Germain and making uh, $41 million a year and everyone's like oh, wow it's an incredible contract. Yeah it is until Kawhi Leonard, uh, do you remember that name? He made that incredible shot for the Raptors back in the day where it bounced off the rim, it went in, Raptors are on to the finals. They ended up winning the NBA championship that year all on the back of Kawhi Leonard. Then, of course, after you win a championship, you kind of want to start looking around and say, ah, I've got a little bit of cloud now, where do I want to go? He went back to his hometown of L.A. He's been playing with the Clippers for the past few years. Uh, they inked him to a extension. Pretty good one, too. Four-year extension. For Kawhi Leonard with the L.A. Clippers for $176.3 million. Let me do the math for you there, Jasmine Lane. That's just over $44 million U.S. per season. Wow. Yeah. Because he's really good at putting a ball through a circle. I really wish that I was born taller. Man. Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. There's guys that sit on the bench the entire season. Rarely, rarely even seeing the court, and they'll make two and a half million dollars a year. That's the kind of life I want to live. I'm really good at sitting. Man, I'm doing it right now. Come sitting on, sitting is sitting is the new smoking, according to my uh, my pediatrician. Hmm, that's what he says. I would, you know what? I would take any of the repercussions of that for two point five million. Man, <laughs> all right. A few more notes here in sports. Uh, a game time, a game decision to start for the BC Lions on Thursday was Mike Riley, and he led his team to a fifteen to nine win over the Calgary Stampedos. Riley completed twenty six of thirty three passes for three forty two and ran in for one touchdown. Again, the BC Lions beat the Stamps last night, fifteen nine. That kicks off Week Two of the CFL schedule, which will include the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Grey Cup defending champs. They're at home tonight, hosting the Toronto Argonauts. Seven thirty kickoff. For the defending champs, Brady Oliveira looking to continue his strong play after last week, filling in for Andrew Harris, who will be sidelined again for tonight's game. Again, 7.30 kickoff. Get there early. They're going through the full vax, the full uh, blood test. I think you have to show a uh, a picture of your great aunt's um, wedding anniversary <laughs> party. And that's the only way you're getting into IG Field. Yeah, it's full. They'll, they'll ask for everything. Make sure you bring like your memory box, everything you can. High school graduation photos. If you bring a box of kittens, you get in free. Yeah, yeah. But as long <laughs> as the kittens are vaxxed as well. So 
Give yourself a little extra time getting to the game tonight. 7.30 kickoff for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, Bianca Andrescu missed her chance to advance to the quarterfinals of the National Bank Open in Montreal. The number two seed battled for four hours before losing to her Tunisian opponent. Earlier yesterday, Canadian Rebecca Marino saw her remarkable run at the tournament come to an end with a third round 6-1-6-3 loss to the number one seed, Arena Sabalenka of Belarus. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For August 13th, 2021. Rock in Rio has announced details of its Brazilian and Portuguese shows for 2022, the first time the festival will hold both festivals in the same year. The Brazilian edition will be held on September 2nd to 4th and 8th and 11th next year at Olympic Park in Rio de Janeiro and will be headlined by Justin Bieber and Demi Lovato. Earlier in the year, June 18th, 19th and 25th, 26th, the previously announced Lisbon-based edition of the festival will take place featuring Foo Fighters, The National and Liam Gallagher, as well as Duran Duran, AHA, Bush, and Post Malone, all confirmed on the bill. Earlier this year, Rock in Rio's 2021 Lisbon and Brazil festivals were both cancelled after the coronavirus pandemic forced the cancellation of both events in 2020. The global health crisis once again prompted Rock in Rio's organizers to act back in March. Ed Sheeran has opened up in a new interview about working with Eminem. Speaking to Apple Music, Sheeran recalled working with the rapper at his studio in Detroit and how, on their first meeting, they spoke about their shared love of Marvel before eventually making a track together during their second meeting. Sheeran featured on Eminem's 2017 album Revival on the duet called River, as well as on the track Those Kinda Nights. Remember the Name was another collaboration which also featured 50 Cent. Sheeran said he's got loads of games and consoles there. He loves games. Quote, I actually bought him a Nintendo 64 with Goldeneye on it as a gift. The first time we met, we didn't make music. I hung out there for about four hours, and we just spoke Marvel and Avengers for about four hours. And then the next time I went back, we made a tune. The first tune we made, I was in Mexico, and his producer flew to Mexico, and I recorded the hook there, unquote. Take my And finally, The weekend has revealed the artists who have inspired his next album. During the latest edition of his Apple One music radio show, Memento Mori, The weekend played a mix of music that showcases tracks inspiring the new Dawn era, a reference to his next album. On the show, the musician played Britney Spears' Every Time and Toxic from her 2003 album In The Zone, songs by the likes of Nas, Star Wars and Thief's Theme, Swedish House Mafia, Kid Cudi, Kanye West and Tyler the Creator also featured during the show. On the same episode, The weekend also announced that he's nearly finished with his new album project, which will be the follow-up to After Hours. At the Billboard Music Awards back in May, he announced that the dawn is coming in reference to a possible new musical era. That's music news you can use for August 13th, 2021. For more music news, search music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. Why don't you uh, I want to spend a uh, special shout out, send a special shout out to Scott Oak. Uh, a lot of people will know Scott uh, as being a local Winnipegger. He's also the on father the, of Darcy. The, yes, correct. He's also the uh, part of the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast crew. He is a legend and he is celebrating a birthday today on Friday the 13th. And uh, he's also going to be celebrating that over the weekend with the uh, old Vimy Arena finally opening up as the Bruce Oak Recovery Center, which has been, man, oh, man, a long time coming. There was a lot of hurdles to jump, a lot of red tape, a lot of uh, 
a lot of uh, articles in the paper about whether or not rules are broken and this and that. The good news is that it's finally opening, so I wanted to spend a very special shout-out to Scott Oak this morning. Happy birthday, sir, and congratulations on the successes of your recovery center. I think it's going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, addition to, uh, to Winnipeg here. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. I remember when they were first talking about that years ago, they did a little press tour and they were kind of trying to hype it up. And it's a wonderful idea. It's going to be very helpful to lots. Uh, today, getting up to a high of 24, going to be dipping into the 30s. Why do I say dipping? Dipping implies that it's going down. Would you would you say like going to be yeeting into the 30s? I think you can get away with it by saying that. It's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to try a little bit of that nacho hot sauce. I'm just going to dip into that a little there, a little bit. Okay. I'm just going to dip into the 30s this weekend. Saturday, high of 31. Sunday, 34. Sunny all weekend long, which is very nice. Right now, we're sitting at 8. All right. So Tyler Carr is uh, returning after the weekend. He is somewhere, we think, close to riding Mountain National Park, doing a little bit of camping. You got an update? We think he's at... Duck Mountain. Okay. Duck, yeah, Duck Mountain Park, which is close to Swan River and not too far from Riding Mountain Park. Okay. So. Well, you got some. You got some um, communication with him yesterday. Very, so we know. We, know, we you know, know he's safe. I haven't checked. Maybe I have some communication with him today. Even maybe he sent me something overnight. Nope, he hates me. No, well, he did yeah. not. <laughs> he is uh, he is very far away from any sort of uh, cell phone tower, so uh, he will be back on Monday, uh, and we are getting ready here for the uh, for 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 a weekend bomber game tonight. But uh, I think the conversation on a lot of people's tongues is uh, the possible federal election that is looming. They've been talking about it for the past month, and it sounds like our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is getting ready to call that this weekend, which yeah. is. Canadian politics, in comparison to our neighbors in the South, I mean, they poll for upwards of two years, mm-hmm. you know, and spend billions and billions of dollars campaigning. Where in Canada, it's just over a month. I will say, I'm I'm very familiar with politics. Like ever since I was in high school and stuff, it's something that I always wanted to be fairly educated on. Um, but I'm a little confused with this. So typically, an election would have been held next fall, correct? Yep. So, well, no, not typically, but yeah, it's like that's it, when it, it could. That's the, thing, that's the thing about Canadian politics is that in comparison to the United States, every in the United States, you're getting an election every four years. It's yeah. like the Olympics. You're getting it no matter what. We're in Canada. Eh, it all depends how happy we are with the government. I mean, mm-hmm. the uh, the prime minister does have to call the election, but it could be a year. It could be two years, four years, five years, six years. There really is no set date. So with this, uh, why? I don't understand. Is this because he doesn't want to be in anymore or no, like, what is it? He kind of feel well, uh, I'm going to try and keep my commentary uh, to a minimum here on this. But if I had to read the mind of um, a poli sci major, they would tell you that because of the way the landscape is right now, the liberals feel they have a good chance of getting a majority oh, as part okay. of their approval rating right now. So it is a it's nothing more than a political move. They just feel like they can get a few more um, seats yes. in the House and have a little more influence on, on, on the House of Parliament. So it is a very. Mm, it is a very strategic move to call it here. Now, a lot of people are complaining, saying, dude, we're in the middle of a fourth wave. Like, what are you talking about? But, you know, Dr. Teresa Tam, who is obviously getting paid by the liberals, she's like, no, no, it'll be fine. It's all good. Just got to mail those things in. And because we had an example of that last yeah. year with the United States of America, they feel like they can pull it off doing it by by Which uh, is mail-in ballot. fascinating because in the United States, that did not go over very smoothly in a lot of places. So, no, there's still a lot of people who are calling foul on that one. And, uh, man. 
again. I'm I'm just really curious. I mean, Jagmeet Singh is uh, he's probably got the best chance he ever has to to kind of get up in the polls. You Aaron know what? I, I, he did that on purpose. He announces his wife is pregnant, and now everybody's swooning over him. He's a smart man. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and again, keep in mind. I mean, from from a strategy standpoint, it may not be the best of times for uh, for him and the NDP as opposed to last year when he you know was saying we should call an election. Now he's yeah. like, no, nah, it's irresponsible to call an election. Now uh, the conservatives are just uh, they don't have a name. If if they had a bigger name, I mean, Aaron O'Toole is just not a big enough name to go yeah. up, you know, against the name like Trudeau. I mean, Trudeau is a household name and with the older generation and now the younger generation who has had a little bit of time with uh, with old JT. So, yeah, I, I don't see it going any other way than the liberals uh, either holding steady on what they already have or increasing their uh, their 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 seats in the House a little bit more. But I, I think it's unnecessary. I'm kind of with um, with a few people who say now's not the time. It's very selfish. It's very self-serving. Yeah, uh, there's bigger issues going on. And as much as people have a disapproval of Justin Trudeau, uh, they still think that, hey, another year of Trudeau and, and getting an election called at the right time is better than doing it kind of in the middle of a pandemic. But so. But, uh, is there any possibility that for whatever reason, the climate of Canada has changed a little bit and we go and call a new election and boom, next thing you know, now we have Aaron O'Toole or something. I I personally have a hard time seeing and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that the NDP party stands for that I absolutely agree with. Um, but I have a hard time believing that they would ever get anything big enough to to be leader of this country. Um, so to me, when I think about it, just statistically and everything, it's like, okay, well, it's either going to be liberal or conservative. So is there an event that he could call this and it would backfire or this is happening because he's so confident yeah, that it's going to be fine? Yeah. I mean, huh. there's an, out, there's, a, there's an outside chance, but, and the, you know, with the variable of the, of the mail-in ballots, you know, anything could go, uh, could go askew, but it, all signs point towards a liberal majority coming up here in the next uh, next 30 days. So by the end of September, by by the end of summer, uh, we could be looking at another bunch of years with uh, Justin Trudeau at the helm of this country. So make sure you get out and vote. I don't care yeah. who you vote for. Just make sure you go out and vote. And I'm curious to see how they're going to arrange this whole mail in ballot or what's going to happen. So it could be it could be a very confusing back to school. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, it's a big distraction. People are getting back to school. People are getting back to their work schedules. People are getting back to somewhat of a normal life. And then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. also, I, I, and I don't mean to take this on for too long, but I'm also curious now because, you, I mean, it's no secret that a lot of the media is controlled by some of these bodies that fund them, right? Um, and so I'm also curious about that too. If there's now an election coming, what will the media be? Will it be really focused on the election? Will the COVID news kind of die down? Will it still, will it be even? I don't know. There's a lot of, it's a weird time to do this when there's, like you said, so many other focuses in the world and mm. uh, in this country. And I'm just I I don't know how I feel about it yet, to be honest. Well, the, I really don't. I'll be honest with you. I think the biggest thing Canadians need to worry about right now is the fact that we're sending in troops to uh, go get a bunch of our um, embassy workers out of uh, out of Kandahar mm-hmm. in Afghanistan because uh, yeah, I saw like they were just taking over another uh, another the third made the third largest city in Afghanistan, right? Yes. Yeah, so keep yeah. in mind, uh, you know, Canada has been involved in this uh, this conflict for a long time, and they're finally pulling troops out now. The Taliban is just rolling through, uh, which is what they had feared for the past fifteen years. Uh, so the Taliban is just rolling into the point where it's like, okay, get our people out of the embassy because mm-hmm. it's not one of those like 
hey, excuse me, uh, we're in control now. We're going to need you to leave. It's a uh, full on machine guns rolling in. Yeah, some yeah. pretty awful stuff. So uh, that to me, to me, that's one of the biggest concerns I have. So I'll, yeah. uh, I'll keep my eye on the uh, on the headlines and see what comes of that. Six fifty four Loudline, your voice on our radio station kicks off the seven o'clock hour next here on Wheeler in the morning. Energy 106. Hey, if you were looking to get some Burt Block Party tickets, we have some to give away here in Hour 2 of We Learn in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. If you missed music news last hour, The Weeknd has got some interesting news regarding his new music. And we've got uh, got some news on Yarmer Yager. Any old uh, any of the old folks out there will remember that guy from the 80s and 90s with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's got an interesting story that I'll tell you about about halfway through the hour. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane is here. Tyler Carr returns on Monday. It's Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Here we go. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. That's a song you've never heard before by an artist you've never heard before. She's brand new. That's her first single ever. I'm kidding. First debut. That's uh, Olivia Rodrigo and good for you. Um, does the name Courtney Love mean anything to you? Uh, yes, it does. Especially okay. because of her ongoing issues with Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, so Courtney Love was kind of a 90s grunge queen. She was married to Kurt Cobain of Nirvana and she's managed to stay somewhat relative in the news over the years, even though she hasn't put out music in a long time. But she's going after Olivia Rodrigo saying that she ripped off the cover of her album from her old album lived through this from like 1993. I honestly like to me I'm like are the you guys the concept of the album is that you're both at prom other than that that's it. Yeah, it's like Courtney you didn't come up with the idea of a prom yeah, or like, a Yeah, good try. Yeah. Good try that's getting it. in the headlines. Just Courtney trying to stay relevant again. Yeah. 705. My name is Dave Wheeler. That's Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr returns on Monday. Before we get into the loud line here, let's do our tear away a day calendar, courtesy of Mama Carr up in Swan River, Manitoba. Good morning, Mama Carr. You, I Thanks. just hate. How, how do you Thanks. do that? Thanks for listening, even though your son's not here. Oh, gosh, you twitched your eye that time. Uh, this is for Friday, August 13th, 2021. It says throw sass around like confetti. Just throw it around. We need all that sass. sass. I thought you said swass. And no. I'm like, what? You yeah, want that, me to do it? No. Yeah, just reach back and here's my swass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a monkey at the zoo. Yeah. Throw, throw sass. sass. Sass around like it's confetti. That's our tear away a day calendar here. Uh, let's get into our voicemail, shall we? Energy 106 presents The Loud Line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine, and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. All righty. So, of course, you can give us a shout on The Loud Line about anything going on in your life. We will play your calls. And, of course, it is Friday, mm-hmm. which means... Hi, guys. It's Marlene. Uh, it's joke time. Here it goes. Sally was driving home from a business trip when she saw an old woman walking on the side of the road. She stopped the car and asked the woman if she would like a ride. With a silent nod, the woman got into the car. Resuming the journey, Sally tried in vain to make some small talk with the old woman, but she just sat there silently, noticing everything she saw, studying every little detail, until she noticed a brown bag on the seat next to Sally. What's in the bag? asked the old woman. Sally looked down at the brown bag and said, oh, it's a bottle of wine. I got it for my husband. The old woman was silent for a moment or two. Then speaking with the great wisdom of age, she said, good trade. (laughs) Have a great weekend. 
Nice. I don't get. Oh, like she traded her husband for the bot. Gotcha. There you go. There I'm catching on go. to these, Marlon. Okay, I'm catching there on slowly go. but surely. Hey, speaking of which, if you want to populate, I know we, we put up this call yesterday, but anybody that is going out camping this weekend, if you're going out camping, especially somewhere out in West Man, uh, keep an eye out for our Tyler Carr, uh, blonde haired, blue eyed, uh, wonderful human being, makes sounds like. Yeah. Um, I'm no joke. He may, he will, him and his friends late at night, they will make calls like that to try to find each other. Call the loud line if there is a Tyler Carr spotting over the weekend. 204-478-8040. That number, one more time. Here it is. Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8040. Friday morning. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane is here. Tyler Carr returns on Monday. It's Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. Did you hear about Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, going a little uh, heavy-handed on the anti-maskers? No, I did not. Holy moly. Yeah, Wait, maybe he went I did. Up. Did he... Okay, tell me what he said, because I think I may have read this, but now, of course, that I'm talking about it, it's not coming to my mind. I'm just kind of perusing the uh, the article right now, courtesy of USA Today, but he urged those who don't believe in masks or say we don't have to do social distancing to listen to experts and follow their health guidelines, such as washing your hands, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said something to this. He says, screw your freedom. Screw it, a bunch of schmucks. Did he call yeah, here, here, here it is. Uh, here it is. Okay, so uh, there is a virus here. It kills people, and the only way we prevent it is get vaccinated, wear masks, do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just think about you. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom, Schwarzenegger said. You have the freedom to wear no mask, but you know something? You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask because you are supposed to protect your fellow Americans around you. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> but he's, Sorry. wait, bless you. He said it in a way cooler accent. Obviously. Screw your freedoms. You are a schmuck. Something like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Thanks. That's not bad. All Dang. right. Uh, we got the news feed coming up here momentarily. In sports, I'm going to tell you about Yarmir Yager, another guy who has a great accent. He's out of the Czech Republic, and he's doing something that is just absolutely unheard of. Tell you about that coming up here in 10 on Wheeler in the Morning. What are we looking like? Are we warming up at all? We are certainly warming up tomorrow, especially 31 is the high Sunday, 34. That's going to carry on a little bit into next week as well. And then we are going to be blessed with some rain on Wednesday. Uh, right now, though, we're sitting at eight, getting up to a high of 24 today. And we've got that Burt Block Party coming up towards the end of the month. Jasmine Lane, oh boy, oh boy, Energy 106. Boy, do we have a night planned. Yeah, we sure do. Tyler Carr and I are going to be there August 28th, which is a Saturday, which is always nice because it's rare in this city that there's really good shows on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. uh, but Black Tiger Sex Machine is going to be playing. They are an EDM group from Montreal. Um, I've gotten the chance to see them in Las Vegas. They absolutely slap. So it's going to be a banger for sure. A Really great time all outdoors just outside of the Burton Cummings Theater. And we got tickets for you to win right now. All you got to do is give us a call, 452-1061. Yeah, okay, so here's the deal. Jasmine Lane, don't reveal anything here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do, we're going to do a little trivia. A little okay. trivia says, so, so, so don't spoil it here, okay? Now, this is kind of like Total Recall, but we're going back to yesterday's show. Or if you listen to the radio station at any point yesterday and you heard a little clip, a little promo clip from yesterday's show, uh, Jasmine Lane explained that she has this possessed 
teddy bear that she found in a junk closet. Okay, this is. Tell me if I'm missing any of the details here. This uh, this doll, it's a teddy bear. When you were a child, it meant a lot to you. But Mm -hmm. then at your grandfather's funeral, you put it in the casket beside your grandfather, and it stayed there for the entire wake. And then you took it before he was finally uh, put into the ground. And you've had this thing the whole time. And then you found it miraculously. In a junk closet. Yeah. And and now uh, here today on Friday the 13th, we think it may be making eggs and, and bacon at your house right now. Yeah, I've had some interesting occurrences uh, in my place lately. I had another one last night, and we are very convinced that it is from my possessed toy. Okay. Now, <laughs> we are looking for the name of said teddy bear. What is the name of Jasmine Lane's uh, going to be a soon-to-be horror movie? Uh, man, what is the name of Jasmine Lane's teddy bear? Go ahead. Hello? Oh, no, 204-452-1061 as the phone lines uh, fill up here. Hi there. Do you know what the name is? No. No? Okay. Of the teddy bear? Yeah. No. No? Okay. You want to take, you, you, you want to take a guess at it? Uh, let's do Benjamin. <laughs> oh, that's a lot's very that's a mouthful for a teddy bear, but uh that is not correct. I'm sorry. Looking for the name of Jasmine. What kind of teddy bear is it? Is it like sand filled? Is it down filled? Um, it's probably just like dust filled at this point. But yeah. uh, no, it was like filled with cotton. Okay. Hi there. Do you have a guess? Uh, yeah, I'll go with um. Uh, Jack. No, it could rhyme with that, though. It could. High energy. Do you have a guess? Yeah, scraps. It's scraps. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, scraps. The possessed. Uh, was it? Was it a bear or what is it's it? What a kind dog. Of- it's like a stuffed dog. It's. It was. I got my mom got it for me for Easter when I was a kid. It's pink and it has little bunny ears that my dog ate off many years ago. On top of the eyes also being eaten off by said so dog. So it's a scary looking mangled teddy bear <laughs> it's, too. It's oh, a this mess. is even better. It's a mess, but I can't get rid of it. Can you post pictures of it on your socials, please? I can't. Yeah. I'll find them in my. I threw them back up there today, but I'll find them in my closet again. And I'll put, it's a. It's a really ugly, but I'm never going to get rid of him ever. Scraps is with me for life as much as the demons that come with him. Wow! So they have latched wow. on. Uh, do, do, do you have an update for us a little bit later on this morning? As far as I definitely the, do. Something okay. weird happened last night again. <laughs> Hang on the line. We'll grab some details from you. You are the proud owner of two tickets to the Burt Block Party coming up later on this month. Yes, live music returns to the city of Winnipeg. Seven twenty three news feed sports feed coming up next. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Really didn't look like this celeb was uh, ready to settle down, especially with his music. But here we are. Find out who that is after this. If you hear anything familiar in the weekend's upcoming album, it might be Britney. He said that his album is very much inspired by Britney Spears and more specifically her hits Every Time and Toxic. There will be even more fogging happening in the province to try and curb the spread of West Nile virus. Spraying in both Portage of the Prairie and St. Anne began last night and will continue and more areas will be announced soon. As it stands, it does not appear that there are any West Nile cases in humans, but there have been a ton of mosquitoes that were caught in traps that were carrying it. So they're trying to be proactive here. And also a friendly reminder, if you have any pools of water or anything like that, especially after the rain, keep an eye on those. Dump them out if you can. 
This would uh, have made it something even more incredible. Apparently, Lil Nas X almost accepted a role in HBO's hit series Euphoria. He said Mm. it's literally one of his favorite shows, but he had to turn it down because he's too busy working on his album. Though he did say he wants to get back into acting, but the focus right now is his music, which... I think we're all okay with <laughs> Yeah, strike while the iron's hot, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of Lil Nas, he has finally found himself a partner. I mean, nobody should be surprised that his DMs must just be flooded with all of the fame and fortune and reach that he has. Uh, but this relationship sounds some very serious overall. Lil Nas X even went so far as to say he thinks his someone special may be the one. This person, who he didn't give any details about at all, is apparently somebody that he's been on and off with for a couple months now, but he's ready to go steady with them. I don't think it's not going to (laughs) happen. Come on, listen, Lil Nas X is all of what, 22 years old? Yeah, he's young. Hey Siri, how old is Lil Nas X? 22, 24, I don't know. Lil Nas X is 22 years old. Okay, there you go. So at 22 years old, I don't know. I have my suspicions. Especially in Hollywood. Yeah. I swear, even dating like two years in Hollywood is like dating 100 years in the real world. Truth. It's insane. Well, it's amazing. Everyone holds Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively on this high pedestal, right? But keep in mind, Ryan Reynolds was, you know, married to Scarlett Johansson at one point, married to dating Alanis Morissette. Like, Mm -hmm. he went through a lot before he found his true love, which Mm -hmm. I think they're going to stand the test of time but i'm just I'm not that i have any doubts whatsoever in little nas x i'm just saying eh, it's a little early to be throwing around the you know. forever right there yarmer yager does that name resonate with you at all only because you've been talking about it this morning okay so yarmer <laughs> yager is a uh, first ballot hall of famer in the national hockey league he played with the pittsburgh penguins he played with mario lemieux they won back-to-back stanley cups he went on to play with the a host of teams, including the New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers, Dallas Stars, Boston Bruins, Devils, Panthers, Flames. But all throughout his career, at certain points, he always ended up going back to the team that he started with playing professionally. Now, you got to keep in mind, over in Europe, there they have different rules, and players can start playing professionally much younger than in North America, where you have to be 18. So he started playing with the Cladno Knights way back in 1988-1989, played a couple seasons there before he made his way into the NHL and then just blew the lid off of the talent pool back in the, uh, the 90s. So... After he had his tenure was done completely in the NHL, he went back to his uh, his home country of, of Czech Republic and started playing with the Kladno Knights again, well into his 40s. And he's been playing there now since 2017-2018. He's about to turn 50 years old, and he's suiting up again to play for this team. And wow. a lot of people, a lot of people are thinking, like, are you doing the whole Gordy Howe thing? Like, what's going on? He goes, honestly, I don't have a choice. Like, I have to play. And everyone's going and going, yeah, yeah, no, we've heard that before, Yarmir. He goes, guys, listen, the Cladno Knights are not exactly a rich hockey team. Like, when I came back and made investments in the team, there was a lot of investors that came in that put their money in because I was playing on the team. He says, believe me when I tell you, my body does not want to play, but if I do not play, a lot of these sponsors leave, and mm-hmm. the team is in jeopardy of possibly not fielding a team because they don't have any financial money, which I think there's some truth in that. I really do. I think as long as the team successful, sponsors are going to stay on board. But again, I don't know the ins and outs of the financial situation of the Czech Republic or their economy, right? So 49 years old, he's still playing. And you'd be surprised to know that in 38 games last year, he picked up uh, 14 points. Oh, sorry, 29 points. Uh, in 19 games the season before, he picked up 12 points. So it's, he's still producing like an above average what 
a normal hockey player would put up. Never mind being in the late 40s. I'm talking about in their prime in their late 20s, early 30s. So the guy still got game. He said the biggest difference is back when he was in his prime, he had the mentality of, I want to score a goal. I'm going to score a goal. I'm just going to go out on the ice and I'm going to do it. He goes, now the body doesn't react as quickly as the brain does. And he just doesn't have that ability to take over the game anymore. But 49 years old, throwing stones at 50, and he's going to suit up for another season with the Cladno Knights and the Czech Republic League. He was actually the one that got them relegated back to the... They, they do, but European hockey is kind of similar to European football, where they have leagues where you get relegated down to a second league, and if you're good enough in that second league, you'll come up to the next league. It's very confusing, as confusing as footy is over in Europe, but uh, I had to mention that story because yeah, the old no, guys... Impressive. And, all the old guys and girls will remember Yarmer Yager from way back in the day. How to express your opinion your opinions in English. Ugh, Jason Momoa, quit complaining. This has honestly probably got to be one of my biggest rich people pet peeves. So Jason Momoa has come out saying he plans to do everything he can to discourage his children from having a life of fame and stardom like he, his wife, and her children with Lenny Kravitz have had. Did you know that you actually have a better chance of being struck by lightning than you do of becoming famous? Looking at you, aspiring Instagram influencers. And here Jason Momoa is saying that he doesn't want his kids to be famous, live a good life, and be well like him I love my life When they have that big of an in It's not like you coming here Digging into my business Getting into my life He says it's such a hard industry To be in That he just wouldn't wish that On somebody that he loves Adding that he could handle The pressure Because he's a big Strong Aquaman But uh, not everybody can I mean, it was hard To turn him into a badass I mean look at me And honestly If you're already looking At your kids Thinking that they're not Going to be able to handle it Kind of sounds like You just want them to fail I want to be left alone I mean the industry Wasn't so hard That it stopped him Or literally anybody else in it from accepting those million dollar paychecks and spending 50% of their time on yachts around the world. I love my life! But yes, Jason Momoa, your life is so hard. Yeah, doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm Jasmine Lane and maybe I'm just a little over-opinionated. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait. There you go. What? It's waiting for you. Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernas Auto Body at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars available. You're part of the family at Vernas Auto Body. This has often been something that I think a lot of us have wondered about in terms of GoFundMes and GoFundMe pages and whatnot. How legitimate they are. You know, I've heard stories of people in, uh, in different places in the U.S. where... They'll have a GoFundMe for... There was actually a really famous one about three years ago. There was a couple where they had posted a video of them filling up this stranger's tank of gas. And he was like... He was not well off financially. And they allegedly like were raising money to buy him a house, which they did. And it was like this huge thing. And then he ended up taking them to court because they had made so much money off of these different campaigns and social media things that they were doing, helping him. And he didn't even know that they were doing it. And they like kept all the money and they were living in the house that they said they were buying for him and stuff and he ended up winning which was great Um, but people can be pretty shysty online you never really know if what you're reading is real which is uh, the same thing that happened here so there is a woman in Nevada and uh, she was losing her home for whatever reason back on mortgage payments and the bank was going to take back her home so she started a GoFundMe page that actually got a lot of attention 
She ended up appearing on CNN with her family about how they were going to take her home and she needed people to donate money so that she could keep her house and she has these little girls and whatever, which is all fine and dandy. You know, she really had everybody's hearts all, all knotted up, ready to help her until her family's real parents came forward and said, um, that's not your kid. So she had been using her boyfriend at the time. He has daughters with his ex and she had been using them saying that they were hers and this was their family home that they had lived in for all these years and she went into labor in this house and all this stuff on CNN and these huge platforms. Meanwhile, it wasn't her kids! Wow. It was her boyfriend's kids that she met like a year and a half ago! Wow. See, yeah. I... As much as I love the idea of a GoFundMe page, and, and we've uh, donated uh, here at Energy 106 to a lot of GoFundMe pages of you know people that have set up local ones and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it really is a, a great idea, but there are there are always going to be those people that take advantage of the system and to see a loophole and yeah, jump it, it, on it. Not to uh, not not to equate it at all to some of the uh, the homeless that we have here in Winnipeg, as far as you know the people holding up the signs. But everyone's got a sob story, right? You just got to be able to see through it and see if your uh, your investment of whether it be two dollars or two hundred dollars on GoFundMe is, is actually going to the right spot. So always just just always be careful with that kind of stuff. Yep. yep. Don't don't get duped. <laughs> don't get. The best part about the story too is that uh, the children also don't even live with her. Like they've met her a few times apparently. Wow, that's why I, that's why I, I always appreciate the uh, the person holding up the sign on the side of the road saying, "Going to use this for beer." Yeah, like, seriously, hey, you know like, thanks for being honest. I, if somebody's going to set up a GoFundMe page saying, "Hey, I'm really low and I'm done done with my money. I need to afford a mortgage payment. Help me out." I might be more likely to throw a few uh, yeah. throw a few shekels their way. <laughs> I'm Jasmine Lane. That's wait what. Energy 106. All right, we've been talking a lot of footy over the past couple of weeks of Leo Messi signing that huge contract with PSG Paris. So uh, we're going to give away some local footy tickets here. Valor FC tickets and a jersey giveaway yeah. coming up here momentarily. We've also got a bit of a poll. Listen, we've uh, Tyler and I have been dealing with this now for just shy of a year, and now we need to we need to ask you because we've uh, we think you've spent enough time with Jasmine Lane. Is she gross? The answer is probably yes. But there's something in particular that I do that I was recently called out for. I've talked about it on the show before, but today I want to know if the overall consensus is that I'm poor. So we got a poor. Sorry. (laughs) You're a radio announcer. Of course you are. uh, Is is that I'm gross. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. And also, again, that Valor FC jersey and pair of tickets to their game coming up. So get those phone lines ready because that's happening in the next couple of minutes. Special guest coming up after 830 as well. My name's Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr returns on Monday. It's Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. Thanks for joining us. Here we go. Tyler Carr is not here. He is not here. He went camping. That's all he told us. And then he told us he was camping at five different locations. And yeah. then we got started getting a little suspect about everything. But <laughs> God love the uh, the listeners of Energy 106 and the listeners of Wheeler in the Morning. We know that you got our back and we appreciate that. We actually just got a bit of an update. Apparently there was some social media interaction from one of his crew. And we, we have a better idea of where Tyler Carr might be. Blue Lakes Campground. Which would make sense because one of the things that Tyler said is he said that he was going to Blue Lake, Ontario, which was false. But Blue Lakes Campground, I could see how you could mess that up. So that sounds about right. So he also told us he was going to Turtle Mountain. 
Yeah, there's a few different spots. It's very <laughs> odd. Uh, so Blue Lake Campground. I'm just trying to pull it up on the map here to give you a better idea of where exactly it is. Okay, so uh, it is in the Riding Mountain, okay. uh, Duck, Duck Mountain Provincial Park from the looks of it. That's for sure okay. where he is then. I think we've nailed it. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of lakes up in this area. If you're taking uh, 360 Highway 366 North, which kind of goes uh, north of Grandview, which is just east, or sorry, just west of Gilbert Plains, and then it's straight up from there, kind of in between Highway 367 and 366. We think that's where he is. So if anyone's going camping this weekend and they spot Tyler Carr, send us a message and just let let us know that he's okay. Yeah, we're so worried about him. Seriously, though, I know that there's not good cell phone service there, but if you are camping there this weekend, please give us a call on the loud line and try mm-hmm. to help us track down Tyler. That number is 478-8040. Yeah. I'm worried about our little Tyler. And I'm not worried about him at all. No, you're not? Okay. You know, oh. Even though he froze again last night, I'm sure. Not worried about him one bit. Wait a second. We got an update from his mom yesterday yeah. saying that uh, there was uh, his, his air mattress apparently had a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he slept on the ground and yeah. froze his butt <laughs> off. So, of course, because Tyler Carr is pampered, uh, they sent out a, a relief. Somebody was yeah. on their way through Swan River and picked up a couple of foamies for him to drop out. Like, this kid is spoiled. That's why I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him because, you know, he... Uh, he always he always he always needs a safety net. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. I wish my f- family loved me that much. Oh come on! My family would be you. like, "Yeah, good luck." <laughs> oh, you slept on the ground. Well, you should have checked your air mattress first. That's on you. Well, I think the, the, it sounds like we have more than enough material to uh, to rip him about when he gets back on Monday. Yeah, you, make sure you're listening Monday because we're just as excited about it as you are. <laughs> Uh, so the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Blue Bombers are playing tonight, 7.30 kickoff against the Toronto Argonauts at IG Field. But they're not the only big dogs at IG Field. We got the Valor FC, who are also playing at IG Field. A little bit of soccer for you. And if you haven't uh, checked out a soccer game at IG Field, boy, is that ever, uh, is that ever a nice treat? Yeah, I've, I've never been to... I'm at, oh, you gotta go. I've seen uh, their... I've seen, like, they post on their Instagram and stuff. Their socials are really great. I've seen those, but I've mm-hmm. never actually been... I love watching soccer, though. It's probably one of my favorite sports next to hockey to watch. So, wow. yeah, so I I know that I would like it. And uh, we got tickets for you for, uh, for Monday's game, August 16th. It's Valor FC playing Pacific FC. That game's at IG Field, like Wheeler said. And uh, you also get yourself your very own Valor FC jersey with this which is awesome. There you go. You can show your support while you're at the game. Fun little mm-hmm. thing to do. Very uh, family friendly too, by the way. Oh, I yeah. mean, if you, it, it, it's very similar to going to a bomber game because you're at IG field, but there's a little more room to stretch out because you know, their, their crowds aren't quite as big yet. So you got a little more room to stretch out. You got the kids. It's a, uh, it's yeah, it's a wonderful experience. Two Oh four, four, five, two, one Oh six, one. Very simple question. Very simple. Question Hi energy. Hello. Hi there. What's your name? Uh, Jade. Okay. Jade? Yes. Okay. Simple simple question. Simple question for you here, Jade. Are you ready? Yeah. Lionel Messi. Probably the, one of the biggest names in soccer right now. Just signed a brand new $41 million contract with what team? And even if you can give me the city, I'll give it to you as well. But what team did he just sign with? Paris is absolutely correct. Wow. There's somebody that pays attention. Very well done. Congratulations, Jade. Hang on the line. We'll grab some details from you. 
Excellent. You got yourself a Valor FC jersey. You got yourself tickets to go to the Valor FC game. That's a nice little prize package. So uh, go out and support uh, your local soccer team. Very affordable, too. Like, I can't stress that enough. Very family-friendly event there at IG Field. Okay, we'll take a break. It's 810 Wheeler in the morning. We're going to find out if Jasmine Lane is actually as gross as we think she is. Coming up (laughs) next here on Wheeler in the Morning. Stay tuned. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We all have habits that we're maybe not necessarily proud of. I can... uh, Name a few that I know my wife absolutely can't stand of mine. For instance, leaving uh, whisker trails in the sink. She hates that. You just got to rinse it. That's such an easy fix. I do, but there's still those ones that I don't see that she's like, there's okay. whiskers in the sink. Uh, also, the uh, oh, uh, the fingernail clippings. Hates those. She spots one of those. It's like a full-on lockdown in the house and everything needs just to be exhumed quickly. I actually yeah. noticed I was uh, clipping my nails the other day and didn't clean them up. I just kind of just did it on a whim. And I noticed them <laughs> like a few days ago. I'm like, those have been on the floor in that same spot for a couple of days now. That's gross. Where is my vacuum? <laughs> have you ever uh, have you ever noticed that toenails smell like poop? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, I don't know about poop, but they definitely don't smell good. Yeah. They just smell like gross foot juices. Gross. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, those are uh, just two of the many things that drive uh, my wife crazy about me. But uh, Jasmine Lane, uh, I would say you will probably have different complaints than my wife does, just as far as sharing a studio space every single morning. But uh, I, I feel like we should dive into some of yours. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of really awful qualities for sure. I'm not going to dance around. <laughs> it's true. I, that's my life. I'm just a pile of issues. Hi, I'm Jasmine Lane. Absolute Apply within. garbage dumpster fire <laughs> over here. Um, but one of the things that I noticed, so I moved into a new place, as I've talked about before. And uh, now that restrictions have eased, I've been having guests over more. I've had some of my girlfriends come by, my family and stuff. And um, I got called out the other day for something that, to be fair, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot about it. And if had I remembered, I would have made sure that that was not visible. When you say forgot about it, is this pandemic related? Like you just got into a comfort zone and you're just like, ah, that. No, this is like, like, uh, (laughs) like pretty much ever since I moved in with my first boyfriend, um, I've been doing this. Like it was just, that was part of our household for sure. Um, And it is the, if it's yellow, let it mellow rule. And I don't let it build up too much by any means, unless it's like the middle of the night. But I very regularly, especially now, like I live alone. I don't care. Like, I just leave it in there. Why am I going to like, I don't need to flush. And also, I have one of those really intense toilets where every time you flush, it like splashes bucket. It's like it's all over the place. It's just a mess. So I'm just like, I just don't care. I just leave it. But I had my girlfriend over the other day and um It wasn't. It was just like a little piddle inside the toilet. Nothing crazy. And she was like, oh, like you don't flush your toilet. And I'm like, oh, well, like I do a couple times a day. Yeah. But (laughs) okay, there's there's details I need to know Um, when you and and listen, I'm I'm a full subscriber of the if it's yellow, let it mellow um, just for the sake of our environment. I mean, listen, the the, the pee can stay there for a little while. I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah. Yeah. But. Was there toilet paper involved? Well, I'm a woman. Yes, I wipe when I pee. See, that's as far as a visual thing. <laughs> it's I mean, I, a little I think, bit grosser. <laughs> I think some people can get away with, you know, the watercolor being different. But if there's toilet paper in there, then it kind of leads into your mind of like there is maybe more going on. Is there anything hiding underneath? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, Jasmine, I'm with you, but I, I I agree with your friends. If you have guests coming over, it has to be part of your checklist. Okay. Are the, uh, you know, the, the hors d'oeuvres in the oven? Yes. Is the, uh, uh, the carpet vacuumed? Yes. Is the toilet flushed? No. Okay. Got to do that. <laughs> That's got to be part of the checklist. I want to hear, though, from fellow Let It Mellow-ers. Like Send that. me a text. 204-452-1061. Is this weird? Is there more people out there like me? Because I'll be honest, I don't ever go to people's homes and they follow the same policy, but I've had it in my home regardless of where I've lived for on, close to 10 years now. Like, it's, that's just what I do. Now, I, I think it's also a... Because you grew up rural. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know, did you guys have a septic tank or were you plugged into the municipal sewage? I have no idea. Because that makes a difference. We had like too. a water well, so I assume we had a, our own septic, right? You, that's easy to assume, but a lot of times people will have a septic field, and in that case, there's even more leniency with the whole let it if it's yellow, let it mellow. Because you got to get those things drained every couple yeah. of years, right? Yeah. So I, if, I don't think we were plugged into like local municipality things because like I lived rural, mm-hmm. like I lived in towns where there was like three other houses in them. So I'm pretty sure we all had our own shindigs hooked e- up. E- either that, or you probably had. A shared septic tank. Yeah, I know maybe. when I was living in in West St. Paul, we had a we had a shared septic tank before they plugged us into the uh, to the city sewers. But it's I, I know I know it sounds ridiculous <laughs> for a lot of people that have grown up in the city their entire lives. But these things actually matter. They really matter when you're living rurally. I mean, listen, it's not too far uh, gone that, uh, you know, outhouses were still a mainstay in a lot of rural places. I, I remember talking to my mother-in-law, Mamou. She's like, oh, yeah, I grew up with an outhouse. I'm like, what? In January? Yeah. Minus 45? She's like, oh, yeah, you just make sure you put the boots on. You usually put dad's boots on because they're a little bit bigger and you tromp out and there you go and you just I, make yeah. it really quick. Yeah, I've uh, I've definitely been, to, again, very, very rural, right? That's that's a thing that people do, but I've definitely been to friends' homes in the wintertime where <laughs> You gotta do that too. It's just a thing. I don't know. I like. I didn't live in the city. I just got used to these habits. Send your text messages. Here, everybody's judging me. Two zero four four five two one zero six one. Newsfeed coming up. Sportsfeed. I'll give you an update on what happened at the Wyndham Championship yesterday, as the FedEx Cup points are looming, and a very special guest coming up after eight thirty. You're gonna want to stick around for this one. It's Wheeler in the morning on Energy one zero six. This is the Newsfeed Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. A little bit of an FYI: if you live in Morden or are traveling through in the next couple of days, gonna fill you in on that. First, though, remember how there was that last piece of an over forty-year-old cake from Prince Charles and Princess Diana's wedding? Well, it was expected to be sold at an auction for about $700, <laughs> which is crazy because it's it's inedible. It's just going to have to sit in your freezer. edible? There was weed in there? No, inedible. Oh, inedible. Gotcha. <laughs> Dave, I know it's Friday, but... Like, man, the royals like to party. <laughs> uh, it ended up selling, though, for $3,200. <laughs> For a piece of cake that you can't eat. And it's not even like it was like their one mate. They had like 30 something cakes at their wedding. It's just one of the 30 cakes that didn't get eaten. I, like, Well, sounds like Mary Antoinette was right. Are you going to... You can't have your cake and eat it too? There you go. I knew you knew it. <laughs> I knew you had it in there. Uh, Long Island Medium, if you've ever heard of her. Very popular TLC show. Well, she is under... F- Fire big time, actually. Um, her and TLC both, they decided to do a special for 9-11. And it's an episode where um, the world-famous psychic 
plans on connecting loved ones with their family and friends that passed away in the tra- tragic events that day. But people are absolutely PO'd about this because TLC is capitalizing on such a massive tragedy in the United States. I don't I have... Uh, I see that side of it, but I also see the side of like closure and moving on. And I've seen how beneficial having somebody to be like a psychic medium can be for people. You know, we have our friend of the show, Rachel Styles, who does yep. that. And it, it it can create so much healing and and answer some regard. I'm a bit of a skeptic, but for the people that do believe in that stuff, like... Listen, I don't know. For, I, for any for anyone that is PO'd about them capitalizing on this, have you not watched American television before? Yeah, I mean, true. seriously. We are putting video cameras in prisons. We are putting video cameras everywhere. It is a real-life Truman show, so this should not shock anybody. And really, what it comes down to is, are the people on camera comfortable? Yes. All the, and you know what? Yeah. If you don't want to, don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I totally agree with that, too. Obviously, everybody that's there says that they want to be there, so let them be there then. Really. Right. The latest installation of Home Alone drops in November exclusively on Disney+. Plus. This will be the sixth movie, which, I mean, let's be real, after the first two with Macaulay Culkin, they were all pretty lame, but Agreed. whatever. It's going to be out on November 12th with a brand new cast. Excited to see that. I still loved the idea of them reshooting Home Alone 1 frame for frame using Macaulay Culkin and As making an no reference to the fact that he's <laughs> aged 30 years. I wish they would have stuck with that. I really hope he ends up making a cameo in this film. Uh, there, we don't know if he will. There's kind of been some rumors of it, but he wasn't listed anywhere in the cast. So If, uh, if they were smart, and listen, it, it's it's an old trick, but what you do is you they did the same thing with the most recent National Lampoon's movie with, uh, was it Jason Sudeikis, I think? But anyways... Um, have Macaulay Culkin now become the father. Yeah, right, and now it happens to his kids. Right. Just a, just a small little Either cameo. that, either that, or they leave him alone again and this becomes a whole dad weekend. That'd yeah. be awesome. That would actually Ooh, be really dad, fun. Dad's home alone for yeah. the weekend! <laughs> <laughs> While we have had some rain, it is still not enough. And now residents of Morden are being asked to cut back on their water usage even more, or they may risk being cut off. They simply just do not have enough water for the entire city and are facing a serious water crisis. So like anything at all where they would need to use their hose, even their showers, they are asked to severely limit that. I have some friends and family in Morden, so if y'all need a shower, hit me up. It's really interesting how spoiled we are here in Winnipeg yeah. that we have that aqueduct coming in from Shoal Lake. And I mean, mm-hmm. people close to Shoal Lake can't even access that water. So, yeah, man, uh, more spoiled than we realize, I think, when it comes to these kind of temperatures that we've been getting this summer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, thank God there is more rain in the forecast next week. But unfortunately, over the weekend, it just it, it isn't enough. So heart goes out to all those people because that is just annoying and it's a pain and it sucks to deal with yeah. that. That is like one of the most basic human needs. And uh, it's it's really awful to not have access to it bomber game day oh if you're going to the game tonight we are less than 11 hours away from kickoff show up a little bit early they're doing the full vax at the door again okay uh we, we always have a, a wonderful guest on uh, most of the time uh, just after 8 30 here on the show and uh today is no exception um believe me when i tell you that uh the voice you're about to hear you're not going to be able to hear it in her voice, but boy, oh boy, has this uh, has this woman ever been through the ringer in the past uh, little while? And I'm going to let her tell her story. But I've I've always been an advocate of if you don't like your situation, you're the only one that can change it. And I think you have done an incredible job in doing that. So, Jasmine Lane, I'll let you introduce our next guest here. Take it away. Yeah. So we have Carissa from K's Nifty and Thrifty. How are you doing today? 
I'm well, thanks. How are you guys? Oh, just fantastic. Even better now, because it definitely does warm our hearts to be able to share with everybody exactly what it is that you're doing, because it is so incredibly selfless and amazing. And uh, I want you to pump your tires a little bit. Tell everybody <laughs> what it is that you're up to. Oh, that's that's great. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, so I guess just a quick backstory is, you know, I'm just a regular mom. Um, I had no experience in in any business whatsoever. Um, I've always been very selfless, and I always wanted to help people. So I figured it would be the perfect opportunity to open a secondhand store, especially during COVID times. We, a lot of people have lost um, jobs and just don't have the income that they used to. So I, I opened my little store up, and um, I offer you know, very low prices. I try and give back to the community as much as I possibly can. I donate to Miss Jayla's Fur Baby Cat Cafe, which is a local cat rescue on Henderson Highway. Um, and then I also donate to the Rescue Siamese. Um, I've, I've donated to Child and Family Services. I've donated to Mount Carmel Clinic, Main Street Project, uh, Center de la Flavie. It, it goes on. <laughs> I try and give as much as I possibly can. Um, I offer 99 cent clothing and it could be anywhere like, you know, Adidas stuff, Nike, name brand, um, anything that gets donated clothing wise, 99 cents. Um, so that's, that's basically, I guess, the short version of, of <laughs> what I do. <laughs> and so for you, are you, is there any donations or anything like that right now that you're in need of? Household items and decor is always a huge need. Um, always. So we will always accept that. <laughs> awesome. And if people do want to come help you and come visit you, come shop at your store, it sounds like you like literally have everything from 99 cent clothing all the way to, like you just said, household items and decor. Yeah. So it's very affordable. And of course, everything that people purchase is, like you said, going back to all of these incredible causes. So um, yeah. where exactly are you located and how can people find you? Sure. Um, so the one location is 1117 Henderson Highway. And then I have a second location, which is 34 Barberry Road. It's in Windsor Park. Um, and our hours are Tuesday to Saturday, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. Well, listen, uh, God bless your heart for doing this. We really appreciate the time. And uh, again, I, I love stories like this because you kind of looked at it and said, you know what, I'm not happy with the way things are going, and you changed it. And I think that's just an incredible yeah. lesson for everyone to learn. So thank you. And if there's any other, anything else we can do to help, uh, please let us know. We'd love to get you on the air down the road. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, guys. Okay, have a great weekend. You as well. Bye. Tyler Carr returns on Monday after his camping excursion. And if you remember how well the last one went, I'm sure he is going to be full of stories when he gets back into the studio on Monday. Wheeler in the morning, Energy 106. We have a really nice weekend ahead of us. 31 tomorrow, Sunday, a high of 34 and very sunny the next couple of days. Getting up to 24 later today, but right now we are sitting at 8. You know what? I don't think people give your generation enough credit, Jasmine Lane. I really don't. That is the first time I've ever heard anybody say that. Do tell. You, your generation has done something that I didn't think was actually possible, but you've done a combination of time travel and uh, it, it, it's a lesson in, in linguistics, really, because your generation has managed to bring back hieroglyphs as a way of communicating. <laughs> 
that is the best not way I can explain I it. That was going. No, it is true though. We do communicate with emojis like a lot, so that's a thing. But I have actually. I can't, I, I, I can't wait till you know a thousand years from now after you know our society perishes and they go back and they're digging through the rubble and they're like, and if you see here on the wall a state of emojis, which is what they use to communicate. The laughing, crying face right in yeah. front of the eggplant. It must mean. <laughs> As you can see here, we assume they were looking for what's called a booty call. This is, we've been able to arrive to from the peach emoji and then the telephone immediately after. <laughs> This is one of their common mating calls. <laughs> Seriously, though, you have like the ancient Egyptians or even in Manitoba, there's places that have hieroglyphs here and they're yeah. beautiful and mm-hmm. they're cool and unique and they've lasted. Whereas ours, they're just as soon as they're gone, it's like you drop your cell phone in water and bye bye. Yeah, they're it's all just terrible. ones and zeros anyway. That's that's one of the worst parts of the whole thing. But uh, from what I understand, the emoji train is changing, not the yeah. actual train. Uh, <laughs> the actual train is staying the same. Uh, it's now available in four different colors. Um, but uh, I have finally reached a period in my life, and I'm 25 years old, so I'm kind of on the cusp of all of this, um, where I no longer understand some emojis. I'm actually feeling old now, 25. It's it's hit me where the world below me is changing, mm-hmm. and I'm not able to keep up. So the other day... I was texting with a friend of mine who's a couple years younger, and uh, I sent a smiley face, and she replied back with, what's wrong? And I was like, huh? I just, I, I thought that was funny, so I, I said, like, LOL, and then I sent a smiley face, and she was like, well, that's not what a smiley face means. And I was like... Well, of course not. Um, Why would it? What I did? What memo did I going through my my email here? I'm not seeing anything change in the policy of smiley faces. But apparently, for the upcoming generations, that Gen Z, I forget. Um, there's too many of them. I swear to God, they change the yeah. name of it like every three years. Too many kids. Yeah, stop it. Uh, <laughs> but apparently, smiley faces to the younger generations no longer mean happy. It is actually a face that is used when you're being sarcastic and you're trying to throw a dig at somebody. It is more often used like that, according to texting t- statistics, than it is when you're actually happy about something. Oh, man, we have fallen so far down the sarcasm hole that nothing is actually what it seems anymore. It's- I don't like I don't even know what real life. I'm just going to stop using. Yeah, you know, I'm going to. That's the next trend. I'm not going to use emojis anymore. I use three emojis, and Jasmine Lane, you know exactly which ones they are. Thumbs up. Yep. The poop emoji. No, I don't know. What is the other two? I know of thumbs up, because you send that one to me all the time. It's Uh, annoying. I I use the heart with my wife. Okay, well, I wouldn't know that. And uh, I use the the 100. (laughs) Why? I use that as confirmation. Like, if someone says, (laughs) hey... Hey, we uh, we should go golfing. I got a tea time at 7.30. I'll send a 100. Like, like 100%. You can't just type okay? No, because like usually, if, if, like when I start typing in one hundred, then the one hundred thing comes up. Like, ooh, that's a pretty one hundred. That's red and underlined. Go in and see what my most common ones are. I have the heart, the hands up in the air. I don't know emoji, which I actually do use a lot. Um, and then I have the smiley that has the hearts by it because I say that when, like, if I ever say thank you, mm-hmm. I'll put that heart by it. I use the, the clapping one heart. too. I use the clapping one too sometimes. The ooh, face the- palm is in there. And the uh, the the peace emoji too. Apparently, I use a lot. That one's also in my list, actually. 
Oh, and I apparently I've been using the metal one a lot lately because of the Olympics. I was sending that around to friends. <laughs> you get a medal. Everyone gets a medal. Oh, thank so you. So no longer that. is the smiley face an actual smiley face. It, but I, here, here's the good news. I'm actually happy that we, in it, and thank you, uh, next generation of, uh, of, of uh, you know, users of the cell phones. I think it's wonderful that we finally figured out what to use when you are being sarcastic. Because for years they were talking about coming up with a sarcasm font. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, like there, I think there was a bid once upon a time that anytime you put something in italic, yeah, then that would be like I'm being sarcastic, but it never caught on. So if the smiley face is the way to uh, denote that you are being sarcastic, I'm on board. Have you like seen? I said, just give me the memo. Have you seen the ones where uh, it's like you'll use like a mixture of caps lock and lower caps? Cap. What is that called? Yeah, caps lock and not caps lock. I so have noticed. You say something, it'll be like, oh, you said you were going to the park. That's like kind of what that's supposed to be. Yeah, I have noticed a bit of a mountain of the uh, the lowercase and uppercase lately, and I was was wondering what that was. And thank you for filling me in because I was afraid to ask. Uh, (laughs) Man, it's unbelievable. It's just never ending. It's never ending. You've been listening to the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Listen weekdays from 6 to 10 on Energy 106.